Hello, everyone. Thank you, family, for coming in here today's podcast. I'm Fernando, as you know. Let's go ahead and open this meeting with a moment of silence, followed by the Lord's Prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us of our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Reading from kcm.org, Faith to Faith. Kenny Copeland, leave the past behind, July 24th. But there's one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I press towards the mark of the price of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Philippians 3, 13 and 14. Amen. <clears throat> we'll let that airplane pass by and let's do it again. Philippians 3.13 But this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind, and reaching forth unto those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. Spiritual bumps and bruises, inner aches and pains that just don't seem to go away. Most of us know what it is like to suffer from them, but too few of us know just what to do about them. We limp along, hoping somehow those hidden wounds will magically stop hurting, thinking that maybe with a little extra sleep or an extra helping of dessert, that nagging sense of depression will finally disappear. But does it ever happen to you that way? No, it doesn't happen that way. I know, I've been there. But thank God I'm not there anymore. You see, over the past few years, I faced some fierce spiritual battles. And I found out those battles can leave you bruised and beat up on the inside, just as surely as a fist fight can leave you bruised and beat up on the outside. Before I was born again, I learned just how physically devastating a real slug-it-out kind of brawl could be. Yet, as bad as I felt, a few days' rest would take care of me. The healing of a bruised and beaten spirit, however, doesn't come that easily. In fact, the passing of time often worsens this condition. The reason is this. Instead of putting painful failures behind us, we often dwell on them until those failures become more real to us than the promises of God. We focus on them until we become bogged down in depression, frozen in our tracks by the fear that if we go on, will only fall again, fail. But there is a way out. If depression has put you into a spiritual nosedive, all you have to do to break out of it is to get your eyes off the past and onto your future, a future that has been guaranteed by Christ Jesus through the exceeding great and precious promises in His Word. Yup, chances are that won't easily come to you at first, your mind has probably had years of practice on focusing on the past, like an old horse that habitually heads for the barn. Your thoughts will probably start galloping in that direction every time you give them any slack. 
So don't give them any slack. Keep the reins tight. Purposely meditate on the Word of God. Replace those thoughts of the past with spiritual promises about your future and be diligent about it. Then instead of being a wounded soldier, you'll become the conquering warrior God made you to be. Amen. The conquering warrior. All right, let me go ahead and read uh, Litmus Love from July 24th. For we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God that he has chosen you. 1 Thessalonians 1.4. I don't know if you, any of you have seen that series called The Chosen. You, you download it on your app and then you stream it onto your big TV. It's a wonderful thing. I send it to uh, others. I sent it to the wife in Spanish, and we got it on Spanish in the uh, 82, 83-year-old new, newly Christians that pray every day started to look at it, and they, and they liked it. They saw the first episode today. It, it's, right now, it's in about 28, 30 languages. I encourage you to send it to the... Um, I just thought about sending it out in Farsi to one of my buddies. We have it in Farsi. And because uh, that's I'm dealing sponsoring a guy that speaks reads only in Farsi. All right, getting back to our reading. Make sure you look at that chosen app and and enjoy it. For we know, brothers and sisters, loved by God, that He has chosen you. First Thessalonians one four. The Lord has chosen us. Isn't that great? It is a wonderful thing to be chosen. Every kid who has ever stood in line during gym class waiting for the best athletes in the class to pick kids for their teams knows just how great it is to be chosen. Every budding young actor or musician who has tried out for the school play or the band knows what it is like to stand at the bulletin board anxiously scanning the names of the list posted there to see if they were chosen. And most of us, at one time or another, experienced the shame and pain that came when some vital selection was being made. And despite our waving hands and loud plea, pick me, pick me, we didn't make the cut. Most of us know what it is like to feel worthless and rejected as we watch others take the place we long to have. We know that it, what it is like to wish we were somehow a little better and a little more worthy so that somebody someday would choose us. That's why the greatest message we'll ever hear is the message of the gospel. It's the good news of every one of us has been waiting for. Someone has chosen me, not just someone, but Almighty God himself, the eternal creator, the most excellent, most awesome, most high God picked us before the foundations of the world he looked down through the ages and saw us at our very worst. He saw us fallen from glory and darkened with sin. Yet he loved us and said, I chose that one. No man asked God to do that. No man asked Jesus to go to the cross. Mankind didn't understand redemption plan. It was a mystery hidden in God. It was God himself who desired to save us. 
He was the one who asked Jesus to shed his blood so that we could be bought out of darkness and into the light of his eternal family. Let the enormity of that soak into your thinking of God chose you. He chose you before you knew him. He chose you before you were righteous. He chose you before you accepted Jesus Christ as Lord. Remember that next time you're, you're tempted to wave your hand in the air and say, Lord, please choose to heal me. Choose me for the blessing. Choose me for the prosperity. I remember that he made his choice before the foundations of the world. He picked you to be born again. He picked you to be well. He picked you to be prosperous. He picked, he picked you to be a conqueror in every area of your life. So stop pleading and start rejoicing. Give shouts of praise and joy. Thank God. Thank God. He has chosen me. Amen. He has chosen us from the foundations of the world. Amen and amen. Blessings to you, family. Thank you so much for coming in today's reading. May the Lord bless you and keep you and make his face to shine on you and be gracious unto you. Give him heaven.